A Tricky Kid Media original presentation distributed by iHeartRadio. Welcome to Tricky Kid Radio, where the past and the future meet the present for a fun mix of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hosted by filmmaker and DJ Roy Turner. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, as always, Roy Turner. Welcome to summer. Hope you're ready for a good time today. We are going to get into some fun stuff as a special episode. Our man, our good friend, Charlie Benante from Anthrax is here because we're going to talk all about Banksy. That elusive figure you might have heard about or thought about and things like that. Charlie is actually a great artist in his own right uh, and great friend of ours and, and great to have him. Uh, speaking of which, his band Anthrax will be here in Dallas uh, on August the 9th at the Southside Ballroom along with Black Label Society. And as you might have heard, Charlie and Zach from Black Label will be touring next year as part of the Pan of a Pantera reunion uh, tribute deal. And I know the people out there have been a bit cynical about that. And then I wanted to say a couple of things before we get started is that I know Charlie and I know his heart's in the right place and there's literally nobody else that could do that slot better and with their heart in the right place. And he has my undivided support. I grew up in Texas. I grew up around the Abbott brothers, knew them personally, was at the parties, at the house in Dalworth and in Gardens, saw Pantera in the early days. Uh, so I, if any, you know, I've got that same pride and I know a lot of people were kind of like, man, it's not Pantera without the evidence. Of course it's not. Charlie would be the first one to tell you that. Um, but you know, we're going to, they're going to honor it and they're going to do it right. It's going to be great. And again, like I said, and, uh, you know, how, you know, you can't really deny Phil and Rex a chance to play songs that they also made great and to give people a chance, uh, you know, to hear these songs they never got to hear it before. And also when it comes to business, there's a demand there and they can supply that demand and it will do well. And when that happens, you don't fight that. If it's bigger and you got it going on than what, you, what you've got currently going on, then that's what you do. So anyway, so anybody who's cynical about that, you know what? I say uh, crack open a cold one and uh, relax and, and prepare for a great tour next year. Anyway, uh, so great to talk about Charlie. So, so again, Banksy. So I think Banksy is about to become far more, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the, 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 the awareness of his. Because again, he was just this kind of this mysterious figure for the last 20 plus years. They just kind of hid uh, in the shadows. And still, people don't really, I mean, I mean it's, it's still unconfirmed who he is. But, you know, but still largely, I would say people don't have never even heard of that name. If you say, hey, do you know who or what Banksy is? They probably might look at you, you know, blank. But I'll tell you this. There have been so many uh, exhibits that are currently going on, on in, in, in major cities. Uh, brought to you by Fever Up. Wanted to thank our, fan, our friends at Fever Up for hooking us up uh, with all of this. And the one we're going to be talking about, we're actually going to go uh, in backwards order because what we're going to be talking about is the current exhibit that just opened in New York City uh, called Banksy, Building Castles in the Sky. And there's a, there's a book by that title about, about Banksy and some of his works. 
And, uh, and we're going to be kind of going backwards because we saw this one most recently. And then we saw another one uh, that's actually here in Dallas called Banksyland. Uh, and then we saw back uh, in May, we saw the Los Angeles edition called Banksy Genius or Vandal. Uh, and that was pretty cool. But back to the original one is that uh, I had, and so did Charlie. Charlie uh, is based just outside of Chicago. And we both had seen this original one last, uh, way back in, I guess, 20, uh, last year, I guess, right? And that one is called The Art of Banksy Chicago, which is actually the world's largest Banksy exhibit. And it actually already has has moved on. But for me, that was the one. And that's not to, to make these other ones compete, but that one had actual original pieces. These, these weren't, I mean, the other ones are great. They, they're presented great. They'll give you a, a, a fantastic, each one has its own unique uh, and, and very enjoyable um, gifts uh, or different styles or takes on this. Uh, but for me, that was the one that was also kind of, you know, obviously the first one. Uh, so we're going to get into all this. We're going to play some music. You know, Banksy also designed some album covers or something. He, uh, we're going to get into the whole Paris Hilton story. And, and just for fun, we probably might play some of her music too, because I'm actually a fan of that. So anyway, this week's beer is brought to you by Sierra Nevada. It is called Hoptimum. It's a triple... IPA clocking in at 11%. So if you hear me start slurring my words, now you know why. <laughs> anyway, again, I hope you're having a great summer. So I'm gonna we're just gonna go ahead and, and just dive right on in here. And I wanted to tell you first and foremost is that when uh, I got to New York City and I lived there from 2006 to 2013. And the, uh, when I got down there for the Banksy exhibit, uh, it was kind of perfect because I had, I had just passed the Supreme store, not even thinking like, oh yeah, so it's literally on the same block, maybe one block over down there in that Bowery uh, district of like, you know, Grand Street and uh, what is it, Christie and all that stuff. And I, and I was kind of on a, on a Beastie Boys uh, kick as well. I, I tried, I went by 59 Christie Street, which is, now they were turning it into a like an old folks home. Same thing what happened to CBGBs. And then I went and checked out. Speaking of art, you know, it was a very artful day. The, uh, the the great mural that's been there for, for the BC Boys there on the corner of Rivington and Ludlow, which of course serves as the uh, the album cover to the landmark record Paul's Boutique. And I uh, did it on Paul's Boutique Day, which is actually the thirty third anniversary. And now soon to be christened Be Beastie Boys Square, thanks to a great guy named Leroy McCarthy and his efforts. And we hope to bring, uh, I've been talking with Leroy about having him on the show. And for our special 1992 episode, actually for 30 years of 92 on our other program, Growing Up 80s and Groomed in the 90s. Uh, you're going to be able to see and hear all about that. So hope you'll check that out. Hope you're subscribing to all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I get down here uh, for Banksy building castles in the sky. And here is something that was unexpected. Typically when I do these, these reviews and things, I usually am greeted by 
you know, the curator and we, we exchange some pleasantries and usually I'm, I'm kind of let loose on my own. And that's, to be honest, kind of how I tend to prefer it. Uh, but I'm not opposed uh, if the person is, you know, obviously knowledgeable and kind and interesting and everything else. And this is why this was so unexpected is that let me just come right out of the gate and tell you uh, that if you go and you can get a guided tour from Elena Frigenti, I hope I'm saying her name right, because let me tell you right now, there's some neat art in that building. She's the masterpiece. I'm telling you right now, it was unbelievable how just brilliant and knowledgeable. And she's just like this gorgeous, like Italian gal uh, with just, just exploding with knowledge and stories. And she was the most gracious host. And, and I, I spent my entire afternoon there and I literally could have talked to her uh, literally until the sun came up. So do yourself a favor. Um, I, I don't think she was doing that just, I don't think only I got the Elena uh, treatment. Uh, I, I'll feel very special if, uh, if, if I was, but, um, but I got there and she was expecting me and she showed me around and I ended up, you know, not wanting her. I wanted to do the whole tour with her. And I did a little small part at the end to take some photos on my own, but Elena is such a delight. She's such a joy. Uh, again, just so smart and just, just one of those just people that are just so inspiring just to be near them. So I wanted to give her, uh, before I even continue, the the my endless thanks uh, for uh, just the best tour ever. Just what was, was my favorite day in New York. Like I said, I, I always miss New York after being there for so long. So it's like this weird thing. It's like when I'm there, I want to be here. When I'm here, I want to be there. And while I was there in her presence, I definitely uh, knew that was exactly where I wanted to be. So, uh, and she says something that uh, that I thought was pretty, pretty profound. It might sound simple, but is her, the presentation there is very much gallery style. Like I said, they all have their different charms and things, but some of it, you know, I don't want to say gimmicky, but like the one in, in Los Angeles, it's like the whole front has all this kind of graffiti and then it ends with like a, a virtual tour on an Oculus. You know, it's, it's a little, it's a little, you know, theme parky, uh, but still cool just the same. I mean, they had like little different, um, you know, props of, of what Banksy might be. There was this thing of like, we're okay. So, but what I want to explain again, I want to, I want to take this from a, a place of like, well, you know, who is Banksy? Who is this guy? What, what, what is Banksy? Uh, something else that Elena said that, that I also have been thinking about that I, surely by now that Banksy is just, it's not one person. It's a movement. It's, it's too big. It's too ambitious it doesn't seem like it's even possible now that it could be just a single person. And, you know, kind of almost in a kind of a cool, like, fight club kind of way, like this brilliant madman came up with this idea. But I don't think that the these people are acting independent of the source. I think he has people, and, and when I say he, I mean, I think we can establish that the, 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 the person, Banksy, originally is male. Uh, and just to kind of give you an idea, like, you know, it's, just, it's kind of the idea of this kind of graffiti artist, uh, kind of political, uh, 
not terrorist is the wrong word. It's, it's a genius or, or vandal. Somebody with a, a very, very strong sense of ideals, a very strong sense of, of the world, and is able to make these grand statements that, have, uh, that truly affect people. And he's able to do what any great art does, is that he has this signature look that you know exactly what it is, and it has a point. So graffiti tends to be the definition of graffiti is just kind of a kind of just that. It's just it's uh, it's useless. It's uh, it's uh, it's garbage. It's obscene. It's just messy. It's just uh, noise. Whereas he is able to to do these just these amazing uh, things in the in the in the name of activism. And. Uh, uh, and what we do know, of course, is that he, he is he's English based, uh, and this whole thing kind of started sometime around like the late 1990s. Uh, basically, uh, what he does is he does it in very high profile, like high public. That, that's the idea. Is it suddenly like it appears, and that's what kind of lends you know the mystery to it is that it's not. Hey, I'm Banksy. Hello, everybody. I'm going to have this art opening down at this gallery. Come check it out. Uh, in America, you guys might know who Shepard Fairey is. And this this also kind of gave rise to that type of interest and things like that. But, you know, Shepard was a very, very different type of thing. I actually did a couple of DJ, DJ gigs with him uh, in Austin, Texas a few years ago um, during South by Southwest. You know, somebody that really wants to be publicly known. But the Banksy work is this, this idea, again, it's very political of social commentary, you know, that appears in streets and bridges, and you don't know when the next one's going to happen, and it's, it covers the entire world. What's also interesting is, like, you also think, you know, a lot of criticisms would think, like, you know, think about Ian Mackay of Fugazi, you know, not in it for any sort of grand profit. And what's crazy, this, this Banksy stuff really goes for huge amounts of money that that so you know you could say this guy could just have just done this once and forget the movement forget uh that he's been bought and sold because literally for millions of dollars and he's kicking it on some yacht somewhere uh but he he persists and again i don't believe that he turned it over to some collective so he can just kick back and 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 collect he made the ultimate statement, as we all know. Uh, probably his most famous work, of course, is a Girl with the Red Balloon. Charlie and I are going to talk about this. If you've heard anything about Banksy, you probably heard about how it went in auction for something like $4 million, And he had installed this shredding machine and shredded it right there in front of the entire auction house, which was just the most brutally you know punk rock thing of all time if there was any there that's undeniable you can't you can't get past that but um but there's also this very very you know again this underground scene out of bristol and a lot of times and usually you'll hear me and charlie talk about uh in in one thing that was kind of cool at the um at the castles in the sky one is that there's this great kind of um what do you call that when when you it's like the six degrees thing where you have you have this uh, this chart and you have all the different you know things that connect to it like you have the like Banksy would be in the center and then surrounding and one of them of course is uh, Massive Attack and who are very politically motivated one of my all time favorite bands 
and very much from the underground of Bristol. And then their singer, Robert Dale Nahaya, has long been thought to potentially be Banksy. And, you know, there was a time where I was almost kind of convinced, too. You never know. Definitely, I think perhaps those guys know who he is and they definitely have, have worked together. Uh, they kind of they classify much of the work as he does is like temporary art, uh, and where he no longer actually sells the stuff. A small number of his works are officially are sold through an agency he actually created called Pest Control. A big theme of Banksy is rats. That's the idea of like what artists like his him are like these. Or, or thoughts like this. They're, they serve a purpose, but they're in these corners and they're looked down upon. It's a great symbol for, for what he does. Uh, when people ask me like where to start, there, he actually made and directed about 12 years ago a great documentary called Exit Through the Gift Shop, which of course they always tell you when you go to an art gallery. And believe it or not, that damn thing was nominated for a fucking Academy Award. So it's very much this underground thing that has just come so far above ground, but yet somehow maintains that unknown underground status. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how this has been, how he's been able to kind of, you know, maintain that that anonymity. I can never say that word. And, you know, because people still speculate, even as recently as, uh, you know, in 2020 during the pandemic, people on Twitter started to speculate that uh, former Art Attack presenter Neil Buchanan was Banksy, which Buchanan's publicists denied. They're all going to deny. I, I can't see anybody going, OK, that you, you got me. I'm, I'm Banksy. I'm the guy. And now that it's grown to clearly a, a collective that that will never probably will ever have to happen. Because he's now gotten away with it. He could just point to somebody else. Um, uh, even this year, Billy Gannon, who's a local counselor uh, in, in, uh, out in the UK in a, an area called Pembroke Dock, was rumored to be Banksy. Because he, he had resigned because the speculation was kind of affecting his ability to carry out you know, his, his, his public service. Uh, and there's always been you know, hoax here and there. But it's just that's part of the you know that's part of the fun that's part of the appeal i, I think if you knew who banksy was it, i wouldn't make the art any less effective or powerful but the fact the anonymity thing is it cannot be overstated it, it, it's part of the mythology that makes it so fun and makes people drawn to it and gets people in you know to to lead to to, to make that chase you see not to mention, but just, again, the whole punk rock thing, the whole kind of, like, guerrilla artist. Like, this is dangerous. It's sexy. It's it's fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, the kind of guy, it's it's brave. It's bold. It's brazen. And, you know, going in and out of places and, and, and doing real activism work. And, you know, or just doing some type of thing. And what's even funny, again, like I said, the contrast between... And this is in in the gallery. This is in, in all of them. Is again that contrast about how something that is so underground, like a rat, is being nominated for Academy Awards and selling for millions of dollars, and and they have a thing kind of called a Banksy effect. It's also you know driving interest to other street artists. Uh, about twenty years ago, whatever Christina Aguilera actually bought a, a, a painting. Of Queen Elizabeth as uh, as as two lesbians, uh, 
which you know that's you know you know that, that's kind of a, of a neat contrast there and, and and so much so that and this is interesting too and this is where i'm going to have some fun here and i even told ellen of this is that if one thing you might know about banksy is the paris hilton thing so at the time like i said i guess because of christina aguilera uh and all the pop stars at this time paris hilton was trying to now kind of you know become less of the 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 heiress and more of like oh hey i can i have enough money i can be a pop star too kind of thing and i guess at that time because of aguilera and a few other different people suddenly you know she wanted to be cool and and on the cutting edge and have her finger on the pulse of the cool thing and she's got the money so she, whatever she wants she gets right so somehow she actually somehow was able to, 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 I don't know how she was able to ask Banksy. I don't know if she had his email address. I don't quite know how that exchange happened. But in that moment, Banksy is the new shiny thing. And clearly if she knew anything about Banksy, he would be the last person that would have honored her request, which was to, to make an album cover for her new album. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that alone just says it all doesn't it it says it all that proves his point right there of course he flat out refused of course but he wasn't gonna leave it there now if you know anything about this that <clears throat> excuse me this is in 2006 i guess he bought up like 500 or so copies of her debut album paris and in 48 different uk record stores he replaced the cover art with her now topless and remixes that he he did with with Danger Mouse and the tracks are now given new titles like why am i famous what have i done what am i for and you know people had had bought the CD were purchased by the public before the stores were able to remove them uh and then some going of course on eBay and the whole bit you know i had a conversation with Elena again about how like this isn't activism, but 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 something kind of neat that some people might not know is that uh, Jack White, who is kind of a more of a of more of a Willy Wonka type, he's more about fun, but still, you know, making some fun statements. He was in a band called the Upholsters because that's what he did for a living. He, but before the whole White Stripes thing, and whenever they would upholster uh, furniture. And I guess, you know, they, their CD wasn't selling and it was probably just not even on a label. It was just some local thing they made or maybe they didn't even try to sell it. This was just a way of like, hey, wouldn't this be neat if we, you know, like the golden ticket of Willy Wonka, if we just put one of these CDs in one of these chairs and if we get famous or big or whatever, people will be digging through. They're like, oh, I remember buying a, I remember hiring that guy to, to cover that chair, and now they're, you know, destroying their furniture to get to it. I mean, that's kind of a, of a justice in itself, right? But uh, anyway, uh, so you know, there's uh, this whole thing was just crazy. The cover art depicted uh, Hilton, you know, uh, of course she was digitally altered to appear topless, and uh, like her chihuahua was Tinkerbell's head was on hers, and it's just this crazy thing. What I, you know. And, uh, but anyway, but here's what I, where I'm going to have some fun. And I told Eleanor the same thing here. He's not wrong. He's absolutely right about that whole thing. But the funny thing is, is that the record itself, 
not bad. <laughs> so this isn't any in defense of her or what she stood for or stands for or whatever. But I heard that record because, you know, it's like, well, hey, you know, why not? And the first single from way back then is this really great reggae track called Stars Are Blind that has made every single one of my summer mixtapes since then. And speaking of, of mixtapes, uh, I have Volume 1 and Volume 2. Uh, volume 1 is out now called The Retro. And it is all new music that came out in 2022, but all from from repertory artists. There's so many older artists that have made new music this year, like The Return of ABBA and Tears for Fears and Ingrid Chavez that had made some great remixes of Justify My Love. Soft Cell has a new record. It's just, it's crazy how like the 80s are kind of back with all this, this new music. And so... Uh, so that's part one. It's out now. I hope you're subscribing to uh, to DJ Tricky Kid in the mix. It's exclusively on iHeartRadio, uh, and then you can get it the next day on Apple. That one is actually not on Spotify. The rest of our shows are, but I hope that you're checking that out. So anyway, so for fun, and I told Elena this too. I said, hey, so this is Elena. This is for you. This is your chance to not have to make zero effort to be able to hear this great track that I love so much. It just it just is summer and has been summer for me since then. So sorry, Banksy, you were right, but uh, but this song this song slaps. This is called Stars Are Blind from Paris Hilton from her one and only album uh, from 2006. And we'll be right back with Charlie Benante from Anthrax.
Oh, what's up? This is the infamous serial wax killer, Beastie Boys DJ Assassin, Mix Master Mike, and you're tuned into my man DJ Tricky Kid. Don't be a clown, don't sleep. Check it out, y'all. See, not too bad, right? See, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I'm not expecting you to put it in heavy rotation, but you, you, you know, you could hear that again, couldn't you? I know I could. There's actually even other tracks on that record I like. So, anyway, a hit's a hit, man. You can't deny it. So, Anyway, I want to welcome my friend Charlie Benante from Anthrax. He's not just a badass drummer. Uh, he's a, just a, a great human being uh, and has been so supportive, of course, of our King's X um, documentary that we've been, been working on and has been so helpful that he's the world's biggest King's X fan. But uh, he's also a great artist in his own right. So it was great for a chance to talk with Charlie uh, at his house uh, there outside of Chicago uh, about Banksy. So, hey, let's bring, the, and again, and again, like I said, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area um, on August the 9th, but wherever you are, check out that tour. It's going to be uh, it's Anthrax with Black Label Society. I think Hate Breed's opening a few of those shows. But anyway, here it is. Here's my man, Charlie Benante. We always, we always have this thing about uh, one of the Massive Attack guys is really Banksy. Oh, yeah. I've heard that before, <laughs> but... I, I, you know, I, I, at one point I was kind of convinced, but I, I, but now I'm not so sure. What's it's funny there? because they released something a couple of weeks ago, and Banksy released something the same day. Right. It's like that's weird. So I, I, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think they're either in cahoots at the very least, cahoots. or they're fucking with each other. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Did you see? You and I have bonded over this before. Our love of uh, minutia. Of, yeah, yeah. Of all the different stuff. This has got to be the, probably the most useless, but the most awesome thing I've ever heard. Uh, somehow, because you know those guys are like wizards, you know they're like oh, yeah. they're like alchemists and shit. So apparently, there is a a spray can, uh, like like a, like a, and somehow uh, he you know blinded us with science. With uh, he somehow took the DNA. I don't know what that means really of <laughs> of mezzanine and somehow put that into Matt's black spray. What? Okay. And somehow he claims that there is a million copies. Of the album in this can. No way. But how the fuck? How, you, how would you know? But how and how would you play it or hear it? I mean, yeah. or why would you not just put you know, put the album on right? Yeah. Now? But I think of the Banksy thing because you know you think of Banksy as being the graffiti artist. Yeah, yeah. And so now there's actually a kind of a graf- like a spray can of graffiti for. for That's that pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love that thing that Banksy did at that uh, auction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they bought it, and then he fucking just shredded it up. That, yeah. That was so punk rock, dude. Yeah, the minute it was like, people were just like, and like, and he, he could have gotten got all these millions of dollars, and you just, that is, I mean, if Ian MacKay would have the ability to make that kind of statement, <laughs> yeah, that, right. would, uh, that, would, that would happen. Yeah. See, all good, man. Charlie knows what he's talking about there, and we had such a great chat, and I'm looking forward to chatting more with him when he hits town uh and i hope you will be looking for our king's x documentary that will be out uh hopefully sometime in 2023 man we're still plugging away at it but uh uh anyway i want you guys to hear a little bit more from our sponsors and about more stuff that we're involved in and when we come back i want to talk about more about all these great exhibits uh, how you can see them, and also kind of what Banksy's up to now. I've kind of given you a bit of a history and walked you through some, a few not 
two current events, but just some significant things. But kind of want to talk about a little bit more about like what he's what is currently happening now, or more of a foundation he's built uh, over the last seven years. And we'll be right back with more with Banksy uh, building castles in the sky here on Tricky Kid Radio. Tricky Kid Radio is distributed by iHeartRadio and is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Play Store. Subscribe for free on the iHeartRadio app or on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe to Tricky Kid TV on YouTube.com for a stunning visual look at all the fun we have here, plus exclusive content, short films, and more. Follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle, at TrickyKid2. Type Tricky Kid Radio Podcast on Facebook and DJ Tricky Kid on Instagram. Speaking of which, subscribe now to Roy Turner's alter ego DJ Tricky Kid's amazing Twitch channel at twitch.tv for retro gaming, exclusive DJ sets, as well as DJ instruction and live streaming of Tricky Kid Radio, where you, the audience, can participate and interact with our guests. Don't miss a single stream, so you can be up to date on the latest on all things Tricky Kid. Subscribe now at twitch.tv slash DJ Tricky Kid. Hi, this is Natalie Cox. I play Juno Eclipse in The Force Unleashed, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Tanner. So one thing I feel like that I, I learned, and, and you where if you're in Dallas or Los Angeles or... Again, New York, I hope, or if you're visiting in those three cities, you'll check out one of these three exhibits. Uh, again, I, I really think that my favorite probably has been the most recent one. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed Elena. I really enjoyed the, the classical presentation of everything. But but one thing that I, I felt like I learned was this whole thing uh, in, 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 in Giza. In February 2015, he published this two-minute video titled, Make This the Year You Discover a New Destination. Uh, and it was about his trip uh, to, to the Giza Strip, and, and during the visit, he kind of he painted a few you know artworks, but one was like this kitten uh, on the remains of this house that was destroyed, like in an Israeli airstrike, and uh, and and that kind of led to this thing, like you know, it's always like the puns instead of Disneyland, this thing called Dismaland, and there at the exhibit there, and you'll see this on our website at trickykid.com, is this very powerful kind of sculpture thing that's like Mickey Mouse is this kind of you know in in snake skin and the tail becomes this snake that's coming to bite you like it's just fucking powerful man but he opened this thing called Dismal Land this is also 2015 it's a large scale group show and it, it uh of course modeled after Disneyland you know and of course in lampooning and all that but uh uh, but 2017, this is something I, I, I really learned from all this. is isn't called, again, you know, instead of the Waldorf Astoria, it's called the Waldorf Hotel. And it's right there, literally feet from the wall there in, uh, in Giza. Uh, and Because he did it to mark the 100th anniversary of British control of Palestine. Palestine, excuse me. Uh, he financed the creation of the Water Hotel in Bethlehem. And the hotel is actually open to the public and actually contains rooms designed by Banksy uh, and a few others. And each of the bedrooms literally face the wall. 
uh, and that's that's some that's some pretty powerful shit. He um, came back to New York in 2018, um, about 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 five years after his better out than than in residency, and of course the whole trademark rat thing running around and the circumference of, of this like clock face dubbed rat race, and uh, that too unfortunately was torn down by developers, like I mentioned earlier. And it was at uh, there on West 14th Street, and I remember walking by that a, a whole lot. But uh, and uh, and it's right there on, you know, on the Fame Bowery Wall, and all different types of things. And of course, you know, and then you know, you if you don't think about, like I said, you heard me and Charlie talk about the Balloon Girl shredding. Uh, look that up for yourself. It's just it's incredible that some of half of it. It was the first artwork in history to have been created live during an auction because as they shredded, half of that shredding actually went more. Last year, it was reported to have been sold for like $25 million, which is just, it's just insane, man. Uh, so, so much more uh, that he is uh, involved in. Even last year, he did the whole Escaping Prisoner in Reading. Uh, and then there's this new one called A Great British uh, Spraycation, um, The Outlaws, and uh, and again, and then in 2021, like I said, it was technically unauthorized. I guess they're all unauthorized. Was the thing that I saw in Chicago first that kicked off this whole thing uh, was a traveling exhibit which debuted in a course titled The Art of, of Banksy Without Limits. Uh, presented by Starvox. The exhibition was not authorized by the artist and it was featured more than 150 works from private collections uh, and things uh, of that nature. But uh, I, uh, here's how you can check this out, man. Go to Fever Up, download the app, uh, wherever you get your, your apps and download it. The tickets go and the sessions go pretty quickly, but they're, but they're reasonable. They're worth it. Uh, even if you've seen the one in LA, it's still worth it to see the one uh, in New York City and vice versa and here in Dallas called Banksy Land. Uh, so anyway, I hope you guys are having a great, great summer. You know, this guy even went on to like, you know, design different album covers. It's very, very, very British. Uh, I hope you've learned something. I hope you'll check out also Exit Through the Gift Shop. Tell me. I want to know on Twitter. Let me know via Twitter on Tricky Kid the number two. Uh, what are your thoughts on today's episode? Tell me also what your experience is. Are you now inspired? Are you now wanting to know more about Banksy? I hope so. And again, I hope you're having a fantastic summer. I know it's super duper hot out there, man, but summertime, especially in New York, there's nothing like it. So once again, uh, check out Banksy, building castles in the sky. And if you're as fortunate as I am to be just in the presence of just uh, just such a uh, an amazing human being like Elena, uh, make sure you recommend her and have her show you around. And again, my endless thanks to her uh, and that art gallery down there and the Fever Up for having us. So once again, have a great summer. And man, we will see you next week. Next week on Tricky Kid Radio. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, theme music by The Buck Pets, original score by Jocelyn Hunt, artwork by Antora Sandy, marketing and PR by Francesca Miles, 
Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week. In the hill to sweet, I'm still chasing, yeah. Still patiently waiting, my come lay off them half the guys, and I'ma take you to the X with them boys slide. Play the corner all day, just place cush G money for deep all day. I'm straight swoosh, I'm a time at the rock, I'm in that Kanye ride. Doors up, doing donuts on that half court line. And they block, we pass, niggas scream out crack. Yeah, my, you with the realest, how simple is that? And you don't need him, you just need me. We can keep us on the low, we bad for TV, and he ain't got no we ran through DC club dream will never be the same we all deep now this is this is your boy Joe Cook and this nigga all mad cause this shit got to get All the boys, all the